If you're out on Thanksgiving, feeling hungry and so cold, all you have to do is find some food and I'll be there and it won't be old. Where you eat, I will follow anywhere that there is free food where you eat. You need me to eat with you. I, I will eat. follow where there's free food. <gasps> gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Three, two, one. Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Richard. Welcome to Daily Chit Chat. Join us every weekday as we talk about what's streaming, what we're loving, where we're going, and maybe some obscure references. Let's, Let's chit chat. Yeah, our favorite mother-daughter duo who loves to eat and talk really fast. Those Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. Are you kidding? Are we watching Gilmore Girls? Is that something you like, Gretchen? Gilmore Girls? Is that something that you you want to devote all your time to? Uh, it reminds me of a, a grande latte that we would get at some chain of coffee. But that coffee is not made with love. Uh, reference to Susie and the Banshees, reference to Dorothy Parker, reference to a random episode of Gilligan's Island. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're so perfect for each other. I would count the minutes to every episode of Gilmore Girls when they were on the WB. <gasps> now rewatching it, I have mixed feelings. We can get into that. Oh no. Not bad feelings, just like, I don't know, maybe I've maybe I've grown up a little too much. Well, what I like about it personally is that most episodes not a lot really happens, but you know, stuff is going on. I do love when things don't happen. <laughs> not a lot's going on, but stuff you know, just little things happen. Nothing real big, nothing real surprising. Yes. So this episode we're talking about today season three episode nine a deep fried korean thanksgiving it's the episode where lorelei and rory have i get the impression they typically go to a lot of thanksgivings but now they have one more that they're gonna go to right and i like to call this one like the four thanksgivings because i i like the title as it is but what would be a more concise title is the four Thanksgiving dinners or something like that. Mm -hmm. Well, also the deep fried that covers Suki and Jackson's Suki. Mm -hmm. and then Korean that covers lanes, but then it leaves out Luke's and the, the Thanksgiving at the grandparents house. Right. Oh, geez. So Episode starts in classic Gilmore Girls fashion. They're at home. They're watching a movie. They're watching Grey Gardens. I loved that they were watching Grey Gardens, by the way. I don't think I'd heard of Grey Gardens until I watched this. So, yeah, we were... Well, I don't know. I don't know if I'd heard of it because I know about it now, but I can't think of a definitive moment right. of when I first learned of Grey Gardens. I've watched it. I definitely rented that from the library. Yeah. So they're watching Great Gardens. They kind of do this mini spiral of like, oh, actually, that's going to be us. We have the same name. <laughs> we 
live in our own bubble. <laughs> yep. They're like, are we Grey Gardens? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's kind of, though, like the cold open. It really has nothing to do with the rest mm-hmm. of the episode. So then we jump to it's the independence in Lorelai's in the kitchen with Suki. Suki's panicking. She's yelling at all of the cooks and the prep cooks and the sous chefs, everybody that's beneath her in the, uh, the kitchen hierarchy. Yeah, classic. She's flipping out on everybody. Classic Suki having a meltdown. Yes. Yes. She's panicking because she's not working Thanksgiving. She's going to be with her family on Thanksgiving, but she's worried that the other kitchen staff are not going to do a good job. And then that's going to ruin basically her entire reputation as a chef of course and while she's having this moment she looks over Lorelai's shoulder and she says oh hi Emily and Lorelai is like ha ha very funny and I see Joseph Stalin over your shoulder (laughs) and then she turns around but Emily really is behind her and Emily's like wow you compared me to Stalin I see how it is you compared me to Joseph Stalin is that something that you want to do to your mother, Lorelai? That's my... This is... That was a great um, Emily. Emily Gilmore. This is the thing that upon watching <laughs> Gilmore Girls, now that I am older, I am not going to say that Emily and Richard were perfect parents in any way, but they also weren't as bad as Lorelai makes them out to be. Right. Lorelai does a lot of overreacting or reading into things. Mm-hmm. And we actually see that that happen later it. in the episode. There's like a big blow up at the grandparents' house at Thanksgiving mm-hmm. dinner. And I'm like, why did this turn into World War Three? But we'll get there when we get there. Right. It didn't happen. Yeah. 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 So then we see Rory's at school. It's like the day before Thanksgiving break. And I was pleasantly surprised to see that Rory and Paris are friends at this point. So that's good. Cause I didn't like it when, when everybody was so mean to Rory just cause yeah. she was new. Yeah. I like um, Paris and Rory being odd friends yeah. for each other. And people have written about how Paris really is like the strongest or the best character in all of Gilmore girls. Yeah. She isn't exactly shining in this moment. She's panicking because she is trying to get more volunteer opportunities to list on her resume as she applies for college. And she makes this impassioned mm-hmm. speech about how, what do other people have to benefit from volunteering? Isn't that selfish of them? I'm the one who really needs to volunteer. I'm the one who needs this to put on all of my college applications. It's pretty much classic Paris though, where it's, a selfish thing but she's complaining about other people being super selfish when she's definitely got all the fingers pointing yes. back at her yes um and then and i kind of like forgot about those other i forgot about the other girls too that were like paris's lackeys yeah madeline and something else yeah because they kind of because there's a there's an episode where they go on a spring break and I think they play into that episode but then they they don't yeah. do much after And the that. one girl I always misremember that it's Kristen Ritter but it's not Kristen Ritter. It's just somebody else with very very dark hair. Oh my gosh, you're like I think 
Yeah, you're like, that's not right. <laughs> anyway, and then we see, okay, now Lorelai and Rory back together. They're doing a little bit of exposition just to let the audience know what's going to happen in today's episode. Yes. They're like, okay, we're going to go to Lane's. We're going to have Tofurky. We're going to go to Suki's. That'll be crazy. Um, and then Lorelai's like, well, I promised my mom that we would go there. So we'll just skip out on Luke's. He won't care. They say that to Luke, and then right. they can tell he is disappointed. Even though he covers in his gruff Luke he's way, sad. he's like, no, it's fine. And then Laura, like, quickly, like, two yeah. seconds later, she's like, she yeah. fakes a phone call, and she's like, oh, okay, sure. And then she's like, okay, Luke, yeah, we can totally come. So they've committed to four Thanksgivings, which mm-hmm. uh, there is an episode of Vicar of Dibley that uh which is this this british show a comedy that i love where the main character the vicar of the town of dibley she commits to going to (laughs) it's it's for christmas lunch in that episode because they don't have thanksgiving in england but she commits to going to at least four or five christmas lunches of her parishioners because every time she tries to say no they say something that just makes her feel terrible for saying no she realizes oh these are my parishioners and this is how i can serve them is by going to lunch when i'm invited and that episode of vicar dibley really plays into like how difficult it is for her to consume all of this food and people are really pressuring her like Right. Oh, well, I made this food just special for you. You know, I don't see any Ugh. of that. We don't see any of that in this Gilmore Girls episode. Like, it's no big deal that they're expected to go to four meals. They're like, yeah, we've been training for this our entire lives. And then we really don't see right. them eat much at all. And then most, no, most, yeah, most of their planning was, all right, I got the paper towels so we can slyly, you know, hide food and not eat it or throw it away but that's just at the but that's at the kim's but um, none of those plans work so they say right i actually just had to eat all the food and there's not really any come up that was was their only plan though to not eat food was just like oh mrs kim just makes food that we don't like the taste of so we're gonna purposely pre-plan to not eat any of mrs kim's food which yeah as we learned that doesn't happen mrs kim like has her eyes like locked on Lorelai. Lorelai has to eat every bite of that tofurkey. Um, but yeah, even though they, in theory, eat something at every meal, we never see anything where they're just like, oh no, I feel physically ill. I ate too much. Or like, oh, I'm so sleepy. I just want to have a little food coma nap. There's nothing like that. It's about like the real drama. Yeah. Oh, I know. And maybe a complaint that people have with Gilmore Girls through the years is these are characters written to be really big foodies that are always drinking sweets and eating sweets and this and that. And they love junk food. They love junk food and they always talk about it. And they're always in scenes where they're eating a lot of different kinds of junk food. But the the negative effects that could come from junk food don't usually affect them. And so people are upset about that. They're like, why is Rory real skinny daughter of Lorelai, but she eats just as much junk food as everyone who. 
Or even just like, oh no, we're pre-diabetic. <laughs> right, pre-diabetic. Or like, or, like or, or I have gout. I ate too many salty snacks, and so now I have gout. Nothing ever happens. <laughs> yeah, or I just can't breathe very well because yes. of all the yeah. food I've been inhaling. <laughs> no, no ailments usually. Uh, there was one food item mentioned in this episode, and I was like, I want a chocolate turkey. They make a quick stop at Dosi's Market. So, to pick up some uh, mm-hmm. hostess gifts. They they pick up flowers for everybody that they're going to be visiting. And then they stop in at Dosi's specifically to have some things to give to Mrs. Kim. Just because right. they know that Mrs. Kim is very strict about uh, protocol. <laughs> so many areas. And so they stop oh, at yeah. Mrs. Uh, Dosi's market. And they get a, I think they get a jar of cranberry sauce. And then they get chocolate turkeys. And I was like. I want a chocolate turkey. That looks delightful. Yeah, it did look delightful. It was, and that was a fun gift. And I think they had to explain it away that um, it's not that bad. Like if someone ate this chocolate turkey, it's not a, it's okay. And then she's like, I don't know. It'll give them cat. It'll give people cavities. You're giving the gift of cavities or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Mrs. Kim always has a way of putting the negatives. She's a real bucket of cold water on so many interactions. Yeah. But we get to see, oh man, I was so mad. I mean, I love the OC, but I was so mad when Adam Brody booked the OC. So then they had to write him off Gilmore Girls. Yeah. And they had to rewrite the other band member to be Lane's love interest. Yes. Which to this day, I'm just like, no, you should have just had a new character come in. Why did it have to be Sebastian Bach Jr.? I don't even remember that guy's name, but apparently Lane pivoted real quick to fall in love with him. But yeah. in this moment, in this moment, we have... They basically had written all the Adam Brody stuff. We have, yeah. this is pre-OC, we have Adam Brody playing Dave Rabowski, the true love of Lane's life, OC be damned. Yeah. And yeah. he so is there because Lane came up with this little scheme to basically have her mother quote-unquote discover him that he is like this classical guitarist who loves playing hymns and so it's kind of supposed to be mrs kim's idea that she hires him to play all of these hymns at thanksgiving dinner so that's how they get to spend time together right under mrs kim's nose and for a moment before he starts a new hymn he plays a little bit of david bowie's man who sold the world but i'm thankful for for this episode i was like listening to the man who sold the world so uh i love that song i've been listening to it way too many times over and over again since watching this episode but that was another good thing about gilmore girls is it really did like it did with classic films or TV shows, it really brought a lot of music to people's attention that maybe they weren't aware of. So if this episode taught anybody about David Bowie, it's done its job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would say that the pop culture in Gilmore Girls was so vast. It would talk about like picket fences. It would talk about things from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. And then, you know... Do you mean the Tom Skerritt show Picket Fences? 
is it picket fences that I'm thinking of? They they name drop some very obscure television and movies and actors and stars and singers. I think that was an obscure show with with Tom Scare and Lauren Hawley. I think you're right. Is that what you're thinking of? I think the CBS so. show. Yeah, I think they'll mention shows like that, like that not not on our radar. <laughs> I just think it's funny of all of the random Gilmore Girls references you think of picket fences. <laughs> Which uh, it was a good example. Did Gilmore Girls start in 1999? No, but didn't Gilmore Girls start in 1999? Oh, uh, somewhere about that. Yeah, time? it was a late 90s, early 2000s show. It, it ended in 2007. Picket fences was on in the early 90s. Okay, but Picket Fences was on in the early 90s, so... So it was more... Picket Fences was only, like, a seven-year-old show. Okay, so it wasn't as deep as a cut as they usually do. (laughs) But what was Picket Fences about? I never watched it. It was just one of those shows that, like... Was it a dramedy? <laughs> I think it was a dramedy because I didn't get to watch it either. But now that people are making obscure references to it, I better watch it. I do remember that the uh, woman who in Edwards is her hands, who like flirts the most with him of all of the housewives. She was on picket fences. She played Tom Skerritt's wife. Uh-huh. She's a great actor. There you go. Any who's any who's all well, you know who else is a good actor? Melissa McCarthy. Yes. Yes. Okay, so they get they get to Suki's house. What's happening over at Suki's house? She's mortified. She needs lots of alcohol therapy because Jackson is going to deep fry a turkey, which she's a professional chef, and she thought he was gonna cook a turkey normally and then she could sneak in some herbs and spices to help him unbeknownst to him and Lorelai was like like he wouldn't notice and she's like yeah he wouldn't notice but now that he's gonna drop it into a vat of oil and deep fry it she's like there's no hope I cannot fix this (laughs) this must have been at the start of the deep fried turkey phenomenon (laughs) but from what I've heard that is a delicious way to eat a turkey so I think history is gonna say Suki came down wrong on that decision I think so too fried turkey was probably delicious it was also probably before all of the documentation of people setting things on fire because they overfill the pot with oil, they don't realize that the turkey's gonna displace some of yeah, the oil the and then mass. it's gonna spill over and then that oil's gonna go on the open flame and then you're gonna have a disaster. So they really make this big show of like all of Jackson's relatives are there and they're just like these uncultured swines and they're so into the deep fried turkey like they're at a NASCAR race. And their faces are so close to the pot where this turkey is supposedly being fried. So that was something I was like, that's, yeah, like their faces are literally inches away. 
So even if they weren't aware of this phenomenon of the oil overflowing, come on. Come on. Take a moment, actors. Take a moment, director of this episode, and say to yourself, is it really comfortable to have your nose be mere inches from a pot of boiling liquid? No, it's not. No. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna call shenanigans on that. Yeah. And I like this scene because they filmed it outside and the natural lighting was very pleasant. I love any scenes that are outside in the actual town area. The town of Stars Hollow is a bit of a mystery in terms of why things are located so close to each other. I mean, I know why. It's a TV backlot. Yes. A TV backlot I had the pleasure of visiting twice. Yeah. Because if you are in the Hollywood area, you can go to Warner Brothers yeah. Studios and you can sign up for the Warner Brothers Studio Tour. And while Gilmore Girls right has not been Stars filmed Hollow. for years and years, yeah. you can they still have that set. Um, the last I know that that was the the main town area for the show Pretty Little Liars. Mm -hmm. So you can look around and yeah, they've changed things so it's not quote unquote Stars Hollow anymore, but the basics of all those buildings are still there. Yeah. They just changed the signs, you know. And I think the gazebo is always there. I don't know if it's always there because... They hide it. Well, when I was taking a tour... Maybe when you went there with Pretty Little Liars, it was gone. Well, when I was there, it was um, in a separate parking lot. Oh. And when I saw it, and then I said to the tour guide, I love Gilmore Girls so much. And um, the, the guy leading the tour was like, oh, do you want to go stand by it? And so, and have your picture taken. So there's a picture of me standing by the gazebo ah! from Stars Hollow in the middle of a parking lot on the Warner Brothers lot. See, that's random. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I would like to eat a deep fried turkey. So I would like a chocolate turkey. I would like a deep fried turkey. So you're in. Yeah. And then they go to... Do they go to um, Luke's Or do they... Then they go to Emily Richards. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, there's, like, all these hoity-toity people there. Speaking French. Speaking French. I forgot that Richard was fluent in French. And then, so here's the big argument that they get into. They, I think the, the fight probably starts because Lorelai's, can we just get on with the meal? Because we got another meal to go to. And Emily just thinks she's the rudest thing in the world. Well, it starts because one of Richard and Emily's friends are making conversation with Rory. Oh, that's right. The they're just, I mean, they're being polite and they're just like, oh, you're at Chilton. Oh, you're applying for school. And very innocently, like these friends of Emily and Richard's are just like, oh, yeah, we have a grandson that's your age. Oh, it's stressful. Applying to all these schools. Well, where have you applied? And they're making, I mean, honest to goodness, there's nothing like yeah. ill intended. They're truly just trying to make polite conversation with this this young lady that is the same age as their their grandsons, you know, these different people. And Lorelai is just like, she applied to Harvard and Harvard only. My daughter's going to Harvard. That's the only That's school it. my daughter's ever going to ever think about. 
And then the friends are like, oh, would Chilton let you just only apply to one school? And she's like, no, actually, like, Chilton wants us to apply to, like, multiple schools. And, and this is, like, the first... Lorelei. Yeah, it's the first Lorelai's hearing of it. But instead of Lorelai just saying, you're a grown-ass woman, it's Thanksgiving, it doesn't really change things if we discuss it now. This is not a 911 emergency right. situation. I could have a conversation with my daughter in our Jeep on our way back to Stars Hollow Lorelai's like, what? You applied to more schools than just Harvard? Why didn't you tell me? And then Laura, Rory's like, well, mom, because you're kind of a bossy boots about me only applying to Harvard and me never applying to Yale. She doesn't literally say that. Rory is kind of avoiding as much as she can. She wants to avoid a confrontation. But Lorelai's just a big brat. It's, totally. She has all this baggage. It's a storyline that continues for like the rest of season three because Lorelai's like, if Rory goes to Yale, that means my parents have won. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah. But Rory does go to Yale. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Oh, I know. Yeah. Um, anyway, get back to Stars Hollow. They, oh no, they had dinner. Then they go to the grandparents' house. Then they come back for like coffee. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, but, so it's a double Luke. So yeah. really they had five and Thanksgivings then, and two of them uh, were We have like a teenage hormone filled showdown between, between Dean and Jess. Dean, yeah. Dean and Jess both. Are you team Logan, team Jess, or team Dean? Team Jess. Jess is perfect. I think I'm team Jess, too. <laughs> yeah. Even in the reboot, I really fancied Jess. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. me too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we got to see two boyfriends in one episode. What a, what a gift. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, Dean's just being, like, an intimidating jerk. And Jess handles He's it. He's very tall. Yeah, but Jess handles it pretty well. Yeah. Look, I'm Jess. You gotta be nice. That's my impression of the fight. It wasn't even a fight. It was Dean trying to start something, and Jess was really being mature he turned it off yeah he said no i think he realized that if he wants to be with rory he needs to really take the high road and that it's likely that dean will just self-implode and then it will just further yeah. rory's conviction that she's with the right guy yeah which kind of ends up happening yeah honestly but then she sleeps with Dean when he's married, and then Lorelai uh, disowns her. But that's a, that's an episode Wild. for another day. We're we're uh, yeah. getting a little long in the tooth here. We've got one more gobble gobble for you tomorrow. Gobble so gobble gobble. Gobble gobble. Thank you.